Hello, beautiful people. My name is Drew Diorsi, and you are listening to the Body Life Mastery Podcast, where it is my intention to be an open channel of love and to share with you practical information so that you can begin living your greatest life in your greatest body starting today. And it's episode 72. My thoughts on how to manifest an epic life. I'm really excited for this one. And I want to start this episode off with just giving you a quick overview of what to expect. So I'm going to break this episode up in like three layers, three parts, three phases, if you will. The first thing that I want to start off with is just sharing with you some examples of how I intentionally manifested some epic things in my life so that you can perhaps um, get some inspiration from real life examples. And then phase two, layer two, part two, I want to share with you the practical steps that I use, that I encourage you to use to successfully turn thought into physical reality. Okay. And then the last thing that I want to talk about, layer three, phase three, is just the the most common obstacles that I see people running into when it comes to using their mind to shape shift and mold reality so that you, my friend, dear listener, do not fall victim to the common traps most people do so that you can just blast through and break through barriers and have a damn good time living your life. Okay. But before we start phase one, which is some real life examples, I think it's really important for you, my friend, dear listener, to realize that you are already a phenomenal manifester. You are already manifesting thoughts into tangible things, into physical reality. You're already doing it. It's just that most of it happens unconsciously. Most of it is habitual. Most of it is the byproduct of limiting beliefs and past experiences. Things that we don't want to be creating, okay? The intention for this episode is to share with you steps, practical steps, so that you can begin intentionally creating epic things into your life. Okay, so I will show you how to consciously choose where to put your focus and your attention. Because wherever you are putting your focus and your attention, that is going to dictate and determine what you manifest. In other words, what you experience, um, what you create. So hopefully that makes sense. Now, some real life examples. I'll try to share with you all the uh, the details without 
being long-winded. Before I hit play, I just took a moment to reminisce on some things that I have consciously manifested in my life that uh, really grounded me in my my ability to, to really do this and how wherever you put your focus, like it really fucking works. And that these are just a few things that I consciously manifested that um, have made my life a little bit more epic. All right. And we're just in the beginning. Oh, how cool is that? I can't wait to do this episode and in five years. Wow, that's fun to think about. But for now, it's 2021. And one of the uh, things that I manifested in my life that I thought was really dope and uh, grounded me in my power is when I was voted number one fitness coach in Denver. I thought that was super cool because there was a point in my life where I was the worst coach in Denver. When I started off coaching at Pearl Street Fitness, brand new to the fitness game, we sent out a survey to all of our clients, hundreds of clients, asking them, what do you like about the gym? What do you wish was better about the gym, et cetera, et cetera, um, as all good business owners should be doing. Um, we also asked the question, well, what do you think about uh, our coaches? What do you think about the new coach, Drew? And that question just opened up the floodgates. People didn't give a fuck about my feelings. They, it was anonymous. So nobody, nobody held back, okay? And the words that people had about me were terrible, to say the least. They said that I was an awful coach, that I had no fucking idea what I was doing, that I was creepy, that my energy was awkward, that I looked in the mirror too much, which that one is true. <laughs> I'm still trying to overcome that. Um, just terrible things. And my boss sat me down. He said, yo, look, Drew, normally... We would fire the trainer immediately, but my brother, I see something inside of you. We see something inside of you. So we're going to give you another opportunity. And he said, whatever you have been doing, you should basically do the complete opposite. And I left that meeting feeling a bit defeated, but I also felt that like there was an opportunity. I was used to tough love. It's how I was raised. So I didn't feel completely broken. I felt like, okay, there's an opportunity here. And at the time, I was homeless in that I didn't have my own place. I was sleeping on my my brother's couch. Um, and so I knew I needed some space to myself just to kind of reflect. So I went to the, Dun the Denver Public Library. I sat down. I I took out this blank sheet of paper and I drew a vertical line straight through the middle, up and down. And on the left side of that line, I wrote down everything that I had been doing up until that point. 
how I was coaching, the words I was using, the uh, the the moves I was doing, et cetera, et cetera, all the things. And on the right side, I wrote down the complete opposite. <laughs> and I knew from that point forward, I needed to, to turn this complete opposite into something that felt natural and normal and real for me. And eventually, and I'll kind of explain the practical steps on how I did this. Eventually, a couple of years passed and I was voted the number one fitness coach in Denver. It was a People's Choice Award um, through ClassPass. Um, and I'll explain how I did that in a moment. But I thought that was really cool. That was something that grounded me in my power. And it just reinforced the fact that whatever you focus on, you create more of. Okay. And then another one that I wanted to speak on is my truck. Uh, my dream truck. I, I bought it a couple of years ago now. It's been almost two years, I think, and I still love it. I'm in the works of manifesting even something even cooler, uh, but absolutely no rush there because I'm still having a damn good time right here, right now, uh, which that's a, an important piece to manifesting. Um, but we'll talk about that in a moment. However, I manifested my truck after years and years and years of driving a piece of shit, uh, broken down Ford Focus, had no AC, no heat, broken windows. So every time it would snow in Denver, my back seat would be covered in two inches of snow and I would be able to make a snowman in my car. Um, and that wasn't really cool when I was coaching up, coaching at the gym at five o'clock in the morning, um, shoveling snow out of my car, not off of my car, out of my car. Um, and I started to uh, visualize myself driving a truck. And some time passes, and then I bought the truck. Uh, I went from that shitty car to a dope truck. Um, and again, I'll explain how that happened in a moment. Um, and then the last thing is just where I'm currently at. Um, financial abundance, uh, doing what I love, and just literally playing all day. Where people around me, um, or I should say most people in the world, are doing things they don't love and being underpaid. And I feel sorry for them, perhaps not sorry, but I have compassion for them. Um, because right now I'm, I'm living the complete opposite life. And I'll walk you through the practical steps on how to do that. So phase two, part two starts right now. Okay. Now I should mention that, and again, as cheesy as this is, there's nothing special about me, baby. Literally nothing special about me other than the fact that I showed up for myself and I applied these practical steps that I'll be sharing with you on a regular basis, like literally all day, every day. <laughs> that's what I did. And that's how I intentionally manifested epic things into my life. I didn't do it just on the days where I felt good. Okay. I didn't do it some of the days. I did it every single day. Okay. Um, and that is what uh, separates the people who are able to really receive benefit from what I'm about to say to those who don't, which is, are you consistently implementing the steps? Okay, there's a system that you follow, you do the system, you get the 
results. That's how it works. How cool is that? So practical step number one, I have a worksheet that I'm going to attach in the show notes down below that will have all this written out, all the steps written out so that you can uh, visualize it. So if you want to check that out, just go to the show notes now or you can download it later. Okay. Practical step number one is to define your epic life. Okay. You're never going to be able to hit a target if you're blindfolded, right? So take the blindfold off, take some time to reflect and contemplate what do you want from your life? Okay. If success was guaranteed, if money was not a object, what do you want in your life? Okay. Another fun question to ask yourself is I wrote this down somewhere. So let me find it. Looks like I did not write it down. So let me think of it in my mind. What would you want to achieve in your life if you did not have to be unhappy without achieving it? What would you strive to achieve if you didn't have to be unhappy without achieving it? I think that's how I want to phrase it. But practical step number one, real simple. What do you want? What do you want? Get really clear. Be limitless. Have fun there. Practical, or I'm sorry, yeah, practical step number two is identify the emotional state that you associate with achieving your epic life and achieving your goal. What is the emotional state that you associate with the manifestation of your goal? In other words, if you have, if you had, if you, <laughs> if you have had the bad, had to go ahead, if you achieved your goal, how would you feel? Would you feel confident? Would you feel motivated? Would you feel connected? Would you feel full of energy and joy? Take a moment and get crystal clear with that. Okay, perhaps you want to manifest um, a beautiful partner in your life. Well, how would you feel if you had that? Perhaps you want to manifest an epic, strong, beautiful body, just like Judy Orsi. <laughs> well, how would you feel if you achieved that? Get clear with that. Okay, and step three is by any means necessary, put yourself in that emotional state right now. Okay, if you like using the word frequency or vibration, by any means necessary, put yourself in that high vibe, that high frequency right now. By any means necessary. You can do this through uh, various ways. You can do it through visualization, which is what I did and what I do to manifest for myself. Other people have different ways of of getting into that frequency and getting into that emotional state. Um, but for me personally, I love using visualization in that before I coached every single fitness class, I did not ever not do this. And I coached for years before I was voted the best in Denver. Before every single class, I would sit down for 30 20 minutes, something along those lines. If I was tight on time, I'd do it for five or 10. But I would visualize within my mind's eye, I would see and I would imagine myself coaching that class. And I would see everybody in the class loving it. I would see them smiling. I would see them having the best time ever. I would see them high-fiving other people. I would see them high-fiving me. I would see them walking out of the gym telling me, Drew, you're the best coach in Denver. 
would see that in my mind's eye. So that whenever I opened my eyes, I was in this new high vibe. I was in this new vibration to where epic things were just kind of coming into my life. And it was much easier for me to communicate, for me to connect, for me to lead others, as opposed to just kind of walking into the gym cold without any purpose, without any clear intention. So I would use visualization to get myself into that high vibe. Another thing that I would do, okay, this is another step that you can uh, implement is before I would go to bed every single night, I would rehearse and rewind everything in that day in the way that I would like it to have gone. So let me kind of clarify what I mean by that is I did, it was in the evening. So I had an entire day, right? I would lay in bed and rather than visualizing the things that actually happened, I would visualize what I wish would have happened if I was living an epic life. Now that doesn't mean I had to change everything to be something different, but there were many uh, things that I would shape shift. So for example, let's say I'd be laying in bed and earlier that morning I hit the snooze button three times and I had a terrible workout. Rather than visualizing that, what I would see in my mind's eye is I would visualize myself quickly getting up out of bed, eager, excited and motivated and crushing a workout. And then I would do that for the rest of the day in alignment with what I believe to be an epic life. And what that does is it tricks the mind, right? It's starting to use the mind to work for you rather than against you. The mind cannot differentiate reality versus imagination. And so you can use that to your advantage by imagining an epic life. <laughs> and eventually your mind thinks to itself that I'm living an epic life. And so epic things begin to fall in your lap. So coming back to the third step, by any means necessary, tap into that emotional state, choose that vibration. And the fourth one is... And this is probably the most difficult. I'm not going to sugarcoat this and say, this is really easy. It's, it's challenging and it takes time. It requires compassion and patience. And it requires taking action and, and walking through the fire. Step four, I have this written down. So I'm just going to say what I have written down here. Untie the way you feel with what shows up in your life. That's it. Write that down. Tattoo that on your chest. Untie the way you feel with what shows up in your life. Because if you, keep, if you keep your attention to what is in your life right now, then your next moment will be very similar to the current moment. If all you do is focus on what is in your life today, then tomorrow is going to be the exact same. So untie yourself Untie the way you feel about yourself and about your life with what shows up in your life. Okay. That's because circumstances, they do not create your state of being. It's really the other way around. Your state of being, your vibration, your emotional state is going to dictate the circumstances that present themselves. Because they are but a byproduct of the way you feel. 
And this is where people fuck up. They try to implement the steps. They visualize, they embody, they see the great things. And when the great things don't show up, they get real fucking upset and they give up and they stop and they think to themselves, this doesn't work. And that is the complete opposite of what you must do if you want this to work, is regardless of what shows up in your life, regardless of when people would tell me that I wasn't good, I would not get down because in my mind, I was the fucking greatest. And eventually it took some time for other people to start getting up on that train. <laughs> but it was well worth it. It was well worth it. When I would be driving my Ford Focus, I would untie that negative car from the way that I would feel. I was walking into a goddamn pickup truck every day even though the heat wasn't on. I was in such a high vibration. And I was in that high vibration because I was untying the way that I feel from what shows up in my life. So I have all of this written down. If you want to check out the show notes down below, I encourage you to do that. Um, and coming back to the fact that you must untie the way you feel with what shows up in your life is you must be doubtless and and... Call it delusional, if you will, okay? regardless of what shows up. It's not going to sway you from feeling the way that you want to feel. And I know this is counterintuitive, but you must feel epic right now before anything else changes in order for you to really create a more epic life. It sounds counterintuitive because people think, well, this life sucks right now, or how am I going to uh, be motivated enough to take action if I fall in love with what is right now? It's counterintuitive, but it's really the only way to create an epic life. <clears throat> now, part three, phase three, layer three, um, I just want to talk about uh, the common obstacles and roadblocks that I see people running into. And a lot of the reason people are unable to intentionally manifest things and they're simply just unconsciously doing it uh, and getting frustrated along the way is because they have yet to get their beliefs out of the closet, out from under the bed. They haven't done the deep work of, of reflecting on what are the beliefs that you must be holding on to for you to continue to feel this way. Okay, what beliefs must you have for your negative thoughts to continue to pop up? Write them down. They might not be what you really believe deep down, but like at there's some piece of you that does believe them. Write them down. You have to get them out of the closet. And then from there, practically speaking, write down the new beliefs that you need to embody, to effortlessly achieve what you want and feel the way that you want to feel. That's one thing that I want to speak on. A lot of people feel frustrated because they're walking around with beliefs that they don't even know they have. Another thing, and this will be the second to last thing that I speak on, is realizing that whatever you strongly desire and yearn for 
by definition, you are repulsed by its opposite. And when you have a strong repulsion with something, you are unconsciously giving energy to it. And wherever the energy goes, attention flows, right? And wherever you place your attention, you create more of it. This is happening unconsciously most of the time. But when you are strongly repulsed by being broke, you're going to continue to put energy on that feeling and emotion, and you'll continue to experience it. If you have a strong repulsion to... um. What's an example? If you have a strong repulsion to uh, not showing up for yourself and, and just letting yourself down and you get really fucking upset when you let yourself down, you're going to be putting so much energy on that to where it's going to manifest into your life. So this is a long winded way of saying fall in love with not achieving your goal. Surrender to the possibility of failure. Fall in love with whatever emotion you are feeling right now. And when you accept it, when you fall in love with it, that doesn't mean you hold on to it. It means you let go of it. I read a quote years ago that was like an earthquake, earthquake quote for me, where it just blew my mind wide open. And it was Sidney Banks. He said, if the only thing you learned to do was to not be afraid of what you are feeling, that alone will change your life. If you didn't fear the opposite, you're not going to get it. The last thing that I want to talk about is the fact that life is going to be testing you. It's called the three-day journey. Day one, you get excited, you get inspired. And this might last longer than three days. So let's call it the three-phase journey. Phase one, you get excited, motivated. I'm going to do this. I'm going to create this. And you feel really good about it. And then phase two comes around, and that is the realization of, holy shit, this is going to require a lot of emotional effort and attention and focus on my end. This is not just something that just happens. I'm actually going to have to put in a lot of fucking work. That's phase two. And that is when most people quit because they're like, oh my God, this is so hard. Because it's hard, I must be doing it wrong. If I'm doing it wrong, then why should I keep doing this? And if you are strong enough to endure... Phase two, and the most people will not be able to prevail, unfortunately, because they haven't listened to this podcast and they're not aware of the three-phase journey. And then phase three is the embodiment of your manifestation, the actualization of your manifestation. And that's really all that I want to talk about on this podcast. Hopefully this was um, clear enough and practical enough and gave you some insights um, so that you can begin consciously choosing where you put your focus and your attention um, because that's how you manifest anything is you just you get you get really focused on on something um, 
it's really as simple as that. People are always trying to overcomplicate it. You got to have the vision board. I'm all about fucking vision board. It helps you focus or you have to say your affirmation like this or this amount of times or ask to be at this time of day or you need to see this in your mind. It's like all of that just nonsense. All you got to do is focus your mind on whatever you want and completely ignore everything else. I love you all. If you enjoyed this, I ask that you do me a huge favor and you go to the show notes down below and you send me an email and you give me your thoughts. It can be two words, Drew, that, or two words. That's dope. That's all you got to say. Or hated it. I don't care what you say. I'm not attached to it. I'm not repulsed by the possibility of this being terrible. I don't care. And that's a fun question to ask yourself. I heard this on Will Smith's autobiography the other day. What would you want if you didn't give a fuck? What would you want if you didn't give a fuck? Whoo, that's fun. Uh, that's how I'm going to wrap up this episode. If you want the uh, written out practical steps, go to the show notes down below. If you want uh, anything else other than that, uh, focus your attention on it and then it'll be brought about. That's it on my end. Thank you so much. Sending you so much love. If you enjoyed this, please do me a huge favor and share this with a friend or 10. Bye.